Hello and welcome to another episode of What the Fuck is Wrong with You People. So, for the last 10, 15 years, with all these officers doing horrible things, I've always said, not all officers. And Chris Rock has a thing where he says, people keep saying, just a bad apple. And, I mean, his, his thing, his kid is very important. You know, well, we got a lot of them bad apples. That's right, we got a lot of bad apples. And he's also right, a lot of people dismiss, oh, well, it's just one bad apple. That's wrong, too. That's absolutely wrong, too. Then he goes off and says, but, you know, I now have money. And when I want... You know, I call somebody to protect my property. I'm going to call the cops. And he's entirely right, too. See, we have a monster. We don't know what to do with it. The police are our organization created to initiate and be involved within or to calm down domestic as in within the United States, domestically, violence. I don't just mean domestic violence in the house. I mean violence on a domestic scale in the nation. And I believe, you know, that you have people say, we need to defund them entirely. Bullshit, you don't want that. Anybody who has even... A month worth of history knowledge knows that police existed for a reason. They weren't created for slave traders, police constables, etc. They existed the moment that we set foot on this continent. Long before the African slave trade. And yeah, they were used to enforce slave laws. Everybody was used to enforce slave laws. That's not why they were created. They were created because humanity is monstrous. There are monsters in the human race that'll go out and murder people for sneakers, for insulting them, just because it's fun. And that's why we have the cops. And the problem is the cops are a legal, violent force. We empower people to be violent in order to stop violence. They're not as bad. It's, I mean, I shouldn't say bad. But it's not as much violence as what we have in the military. Military is trained to flat out kill And we can barely we can barely handle our veterans when we teach them to kill, and then try to reintegrate them in society, especially when they've been in war. And you're going to get bad apples in the police force, and we're having a real problem with the police force in in regards to how to stop it, because you have people who vote the the public at large. And I'm including the black population here, the Hispanic population, the Asian population, the white population. This 
in this country overwhelmingly votes for tough on crime. Tough on crime means more violent individuals and it means going easy on the cops when they're being violent. Because how would you know how you would react in a violent situation? How would you know how to react in a violent situation since you've never been in one and you're paying these people to be violent for you? Making them all privatized. We saw what privatized cops do. Trump gave us a demonstration of privatizing police officers. When he sent people in without badge numbers, covering up their badges, they were a private military force. And they went around shooting Black Lives Matters people in the head, taking, you know, with rubber bullets, popping out people's eyeballs, causing them to lose memory with severe head trauma, or otherwise killing people. That's what a privatized police force is. That's what happens when you defund the police. You're going to wind up with a privatized police force. And yet some, some protesters, I say, still argue, like Ben Dixon, wonderful progressive guy, he still argues for defunding the police. So you're a fucking idiot when you say that. I mean that in general, anybody who says that. You're having an idiot moment. You're having a touched in the head moment. Because Trump demonstrated what a privatized police force does. My solution always has been and always will be having a court martial situation. Four people from the community that was wronged. One defense attorney with civil rights accolades on their on their uh, uh, on their uh, background when prosecuting attorney with civil rights accolades on the background I mean there are good prosecutors out there who don't put innocent people in jail who do cut deals who do make sure people's rights are honored I mean, you, you black or white if your daughter or, or son is brutally murdered raped whatever you want a damn good prosecutor to go out there and nail that son of a bitch. But you don't want that prosecutor to think in terms of vengeance. You want that prosecutor to be cool, calm-headed, respect people's rights, make sure he has the right one. What if the prosecutor gets the wrong guy? You want a prosecutor who's going to say, got the wrong guy. Not going to prosecute him. I'm going to find the right guy. Or a girl. Or whatever you have, non-binary. So you have four individuals from the, from the neighborhood that's wronged. One defense attorney, one prosecuting attorney. All of them have to have civil rights accolades on them. Then you have one veteran police officer, retired, accolades, civil rights accolades, pillar of community. One serving veteran police officer, accolades. And one... One young uh, recruit, no fewer than a, no fewer than two years on the job. No major, no major complaints on him. If he has accolades, it needs to, should have accolades. Not going to be a requirement. Absolutely cannot be part of a white supremacist group, though. That's a disqualifier. So what you have is four. 
one, two, six, one, two, three, nine. A nine panel judge, four of whom are normal, regular people. And you have those people conduct a, a formal hearing, which turns into a trial, kind of like a grand jury, but they're like a military court-martial system for police a civilian court-martial system. Then you have one prosecutor and one defense attorney, and you have to remove the unions from the equation. And the union can raise funds for defense of that police officer, but the union cannot supply its own attorney for that police officer. Because you have a conflict of interest right there. That police officer has to get a different, you know, a, an attorney that's not, not affiliated with the police union. And you put that police officer on trial. That's what we should have in this country. Should be federalized. That's the only way to handle the corruption in police. And when you ask me, well, what kind of police officer will you have? I'll tell you what kind of police officer you will have. You will have men like Officer Eugene Goodman. Officer Eugene Goodman is the black police officer that was on the stairs of the Capitol Hill, uh, I mean of the uh, uh, Congressional Building, inside. He was taunting protesters. He didn't raise his gun to shoot him. He was taunting him, he was pushing him, and he was leading him up the steps. Leading him away from the chambers where we still had representatives. You know who he is? He's an Iraqi war veteran. He saw combat, decided to go into the police. He knows how to kill, he was trained how to kill, he didn't kill, he didn't shoot people down. He got them under control. One man facing hundreds, or maybe a couple hundred, maybe 100. Who knows? I know there's a lot of bodies I saw in that video. Including one guy that had some weird racist Nazi imagery on his shit that he was wearing. And Eugene, Officer Goodman. I hope I got his name right. I need to make sure I got his name right. Yeah, got his name right. Officer Goodman. What, a, what an appropriate name. He, he is a good man. Officer Goodman put his life on the line to lead those people away. And at one point, that lead guy, the guy he's already, he's already arrested. They found out who he was and they dropped the ball on him. The FBI is all over. The, the insurrectionists like stink on a monkey. Like white on rice, the FBI are on these insurrectionists. And Officer Goodman, a veteran and a hero, saw this piece of white trash when he got upside the stairs. He looked to the open doors of the chamber. 
He looked in that direction and the officer said, hey, whatever he said, I see him on the video. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any audio. I haven't seen a video with audio on it. Taunts the guy. I'm over here, asshole. I'm sure is what he said. Something like that. The white piece of trash looked over at the black man in blue and went after the black man in blue. And that officer, the black man in blue, saved the lives of those representatives in the chamber. It's open doors. Saved the lives of those representatives by getting that piece of trash and everyone else to follow him. He was herding a bunch of sheep away from where they could do the most harm. Apparently he came out of the same, same camp in Kentucky. That's home to the 101st Screaming Eagles. I don't know if he's a Screaming Eagle. Came out of that camp or came out of that area. 101st Airborne. God, I mean, those, those men and women talk about a legendary history in this, in this country. So you want to know when I talk about when I say not all cops are pigs or corrupt pieces of trash. Officer Goodman, he's like the two cops that I grew up with as neighbors. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Two things. One is, well, one, one leads right into the other. I'm giving you the censored version. Mostly because I can't remember exactly what the officer said to me. Um, I'm going to keep his name private. Um, uh, I also grew up with a, with a police officer at my middle school. Dude was intelligent. He was caring. He knew how to handle things without getting violent. And there were assholes at that school. He could easily have gotten violent with any one of those asshole kids at school. He didn't. He was a, he was a top-notch guy. He was a top-notch guy. Um, I mean, we gave him shit from time to time. But uh, he would play around with us as long as we knew not to take it too far. Right? That's what you call a real officer of the law. And yeah, I don't think there's a problem with having an officer posted at school either. It doesn't reinforce fascism. It reinforces a positive image of what a police officer should be while offering kids an opportunity to know that if they need help, there's somebody who can provide them safety. Problem is making sure you have good men and women in that uniform. And uh, that leads into what I was taught when I was, when I was growing up by one of my neighbors. He said to me, always remember this. They're good cops, they're pigs, and they're corrupt, corrupt cops. Watch out for the, for the, for the latter. Watch out for the, for the last two. I remember he said that to me. Although he, he used other terminology. And, um, but it's true. They're good cops. They're pigs. And they're corrupt. You want to know the difference between a pig and a corrupt guy? 
Pig will look the other way. Corrupt guy will be on the take. Pig will bend the rules to do whatever they want. Andy Sipowitz, for most of the NYPD Blue, was a pig. First he was corrupt, then he was a pig, then he had to learn how to be a good cop. That was, that was the storyline for Sipowitz. That's why a lot of people didn't like, the, didn't like him. That's why a lot of characters in that show did not like him. Because he had to learn how to be a good cop. But not every Andy Sipowitz out there learns how to be a good cop. And Andy Sipowitz was not a likable character. That's the important thing about him. He was not a likable character or a good person. You knew there was a good person inside of him, and you were kind of hoping that the good person would win out. For himself and for society. You know? Um, but Officer Goodman, he's a good person. He's a good cop. He's a hero. He's deserving of a Congressional Medal of Honor. And we need more men like him. And all I see online are these officers who are clearly pigs taking pictures, selfies with, with people. Well, you know what? I also, I also should say maybe some of these officers thought that they could calm down the crowd by being buddied up with them. Clearly that didn't work. But I also want to say, you saw a lot of officers taking pictures with Black Lives Matters protesters. They were trying the same tactic then. Clearly, a lot of those officers who were taking selfies, in either instance, were terrible people. There's one guy, he's clearly a corrupt cop. They're trying to get him ousted. In Portland, he pretended to take a knee, then he ordered people to take out the protesters. My God, what a fucking horrible man. But, but, there are good cops out there. And contrary to popular belief, the good cops outnumber the bad cops. We just need to get better at getting the bad cops out of uniform. We need to start getting rid of no-knock raids. We are not invading, uh, uh, you know, the, we're not invading Panama. We don't need a no-knock raid unless we're absolutely certain that there's a high level of danger with a lot of munitions and in like a, a hotbed of a, a Puerto Rican, uh, Italian, uh, 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 white nationalist, uh, um, you know, Jamaican drug ring, right? Unless we're invading Osama bin Laden's house, we do not need no-knock raids. We do not need Mac 5s, I think is the name of that, that type of vehicle. We don't need those in our police. We don't need to militarize our police. SWAT are paramilitary. They are there to take care of hardcore drug people. They're not there to invade the home of people like Brianna Taylor. I think I said her name right, Brianna. It's either Brianna or Brianna. If there are two people in the home, you do not need a no-knock raid. Period. Period. 
So let's get more men like uh, Officer Goodman on the front page of the news. Let's ask men like him, what are we, what are we going to do to nail racist pieces of shit and throw them out of the police force? Police force. Police force. force. <laughs> uh, let, let's ask men like Officer Goodman what we should do. Let's, let's try and, and federalize regulations for cops across the board in how they behave. Now, that doesn't violate states' rights. States can still choose which laws are out there, period. But we need to protect basic human rights, and that's protected by the Constitution. So we need an actual civilian uh, martial system. Civilian court-martial system. That's what I think. I wonder what Officer Goodman thinks. He's not on Twitter or Facebook. Last time he posted on Facebook? Last year. But uh, let's reward these, the brave men and women like him. Let's make sure that uh, everybody knows, all the good cops out there know that we know that you, you guys exist. We talk so much about bad cops. Let's stop. I mean, no, we should still talk about bad cops, but let's stop focusing all of our energy on them in terms of giving them publicity. We need to focus some energy. We need to focus 40, 50% of our energy on the bad cops. I'm telling you right now though, the bad cop to good cop ratio favors the good cops more than favors the bad cops. It has to. Otherwise, our, our, our whole system would already be falling apart. It would already be gone. Men like Officer Goodman and the people who backed him up, the white, Hispanic, Asian people who were there with him, who backed him up, who tried to stop the protesters, the officers who were murdered by those insurrectionists, I say protesters. They weren't protesters. They were insurrectionists. The, uh, there were good men and women there backing up Officer Goodman. Officer Goodman played the dangerous role that day. And he won. So, let's hear it for men like Officer Goodman. Let's hear it for women like Officer Goodman. And let's focus on the good people in in blue and uh, figure out how to get rid of the bad people in blue. Put the bad people in prison where they belong. Put some restrictions on the police unions. We need to end some of the crap that's going on. And we need to support the good stuff that's going on. So I'm just repeating myself at this point, so that means I gotta go. Have a good one. <laughs>